it, it feels like there was so much strain on the heart from that grief that the heart gives out. I feel him withdrawing from the world. That's Yes, that's exactly right. For that reason, I almost wanted to say, like, he, he, he passes of a heartbreak. This is Moving Beyond the Podcast. What you're about to hear is an unscripted session with a psychic medium. Fleur had no contact with the participants prior to this meeting. They were screened by me, Elizabeth, one of the producers of the podcast, in order to preserve the integrity of the psychic reading. Absolutely no information was given to Fleur before their psychic session. My name is Fleur, and I am an intuition teacher, psychic medium, and host of this podcast, Moving Beyond. Here you are a fly on the wall, listening in to an intimate conversation in which I connect someone to their loved one on the other side. You will hear stories of grief and loss, but also of love and connection and beautiful transformation. Thank you for listening with an open heart. We heal in community, and you are an important part of this one. This week's reading is a little different because I get to do a really heartwarming reading for Elizabeth Lame from the podcast Nobody's Listening. In this episode, you'll only hear the reading, and then next week we have a longer, extended follow-up as well as an interview between her and myself. Please enjoy this week's reading. So have you ever had any kind of reading before, any experience? I love astrology stuff, so I've had those types of readings, but I have not had a medium before, no. Okay, that's exciting. Yeah, they are quite different. We're looking at like completely different orbits, if you will, of information. So if it's all right with you, I'll I'll walk you through in the way that I would normally walk you through in terms of what we're doing and what our intention is, and then we'll just dive into the reading. Okay. So today we're doing the mystic, and for me that feels as if every person has a slightly different energy vibration. It's almost as if everybody has their own radio station, and as I tune into it, I'll start to see, feel, hear, and know. I share the information with you, and all I need from you at the time is just yes or no. Okay. So simply, yes, it's factual, or no, it's not. Okay. Okay. I do give you some time for questions. Um. Depending on how many people we have come through, I might say to you, let's ask the question right now, or potentially I would leave them toward the end. It just kind of depends on how many people we're working with. Okay, great. Right? So I'm going to get quiet for just a moment. Pay attention here where I need to start. And Okay. So... First feeling I have is of a man who steps in here on my left-hand side, and I want to say this is father to you because it feels like a man who has raised you and feels like a father connection. So I want to say father's past. Do you see that? Yeah. 
he doesn't feel like he's gotten to see the life that you live now in the physical plane. So there's the feeling of not having seen you become a mom in life, or there's that sense of having missed, because it does also feel like you're a mother, but the feeling of missing you stepping into that adult cycle. Do you see this? That he passes prior. And that's where he wants to begin is the acknowledgement of children that he's seen come into the world, your kids, kids that he's witnessed, and wanting you to know just initially here, he's not missed a moment. Okay, he's not missed a moment. I want to acknowledge as well that there's, I want to say two kids here in the world, two kids living. You see yeah. this? Um, but then do you, would you also understand a third pregnancy? Do you see this? No. Interesting. Well, I don't think you'll have another. I think you're, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> but there is the acknowledgement here. There's the two kids. Because they're the two kids here, yeah? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll leave that there. And just as I come into this man's presence, I feel a really stable, grounded force mm. with him. So I just feel like this man would have been quite a rock or like very steady in life. Do you see yes. that? There's steadiness to who he is. And I feel as well, there must have been a time in his life where he, your, your mom also passed. Do you see this? Yes. Yeah, she she just came in as well. I was like, wait, hold on a second. She's also here. But there must have been a time in his life where he's very much the caretaker for her, or he's very hands-on in a moment where she's not well. Do you see that? And I do feel like he, and the type of relationship that they have, I feel is a very committed partnership. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of love there and a real devotion. And I do really feel like you would have, witnessed your father to be someone who's incredibly devoted to his partner that the bond there is very very strong do you see that and it's kind of funny because as your mom comes in she makes me feel like your father is very easy to love so i do feel like there were women interested in him at one point because i want to say your mom goes first and so he's left on his own, but I don't really see him selecting someone to take your mom's place, or it feels like that was impossible for him. Do you see yeah. that? But I, I, I want to say he had suitors. <laughs> Do you know? That's <laughs> maybe that's this feeling. But but I feel you would have known him to really stay single after, or to like really be like, no, no one can take your mom's place. Do you see that? Because his 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 heart, I feel, was always with with her. And so there is a real sweet reunion there and a really sweet connection. Your mom's quite feisty, I want to say. Do you see this with her? Yeah. Got a big energy. Got a big energy she comes in. I just feel like as she steps in between two of them, uh, she comes in with a lot of bringing joy into a room, bringing laughter into a room. There's like a real sense of wanting to throw a party for everything. I feel like I want to decorate the house. I want to do things. Totally. You know, just like with lots of bells and whistles and the bigger the party, the better. You know, that's 100%. Yes. She's so fun. Mm -hmm. I want, and I want to like, and I know we're not near, we're not at Christmas yet, but I feel like when Christmas comes around, the house is just like an explosion of tinsel. Do you see? Yeah. It's like, like I feel like we're every holiday i need to decorate and i and i feel like there are 
you and a sibling must still have decorations that she used and are still being used. Do you see this? Yeah. And I want to talk about angels within this as well. There must, people must have angel figurines, some, something that is angelic. So once that time in, in the world comes about, just remember it for okay. me. Because I really feel like you're going to find something that's very angelic. But you would totally understand the decorations. Do you see yes. that? She, she, and there's she was very classy, had lots of, yes, always loved a party and making the, the space feel very festive. And Christmas yes, is, yes, Christmas is kind of like the ultimate. So, yeah, that tracks. Uh, for her especially, <clears throat> I feel, you know, like there's this sense about Christmas, like she can't wait for it. But I, I, but I really feel that you must have decorations from Christmas time that are still from her mm -hmm. that that feels passed on and i and i want to actually like with your mom she's very classy i agree um everything's very chic mm -hmm. very polished but i also want to give her that big hair <laughs> you know like the bigger the, the bigger the hair the closer to god I grew up in, in Houston, Texas, and uh, she reminds me of that. Do you know? She gives me this feeling of Houston, Texas hair. She was, yeah, and she was Southern. She was Southern. Yeah. <laughs> feels that way. You know, she brings me to the South and makes me feel like it's polished and it's classy, but it's big. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I do want to say her hair, and I can see you here, but her hair feels lighter to me mm. than your own. Mm -hmm. Do you see that in color? Mm -hmm. It's it's a shade lighter. So as she comes in, I, I don't feel it to be quite as dark as yours. And that may have been because she died. I'm not sure. She might have died it. I'm not sure. But it feels lighter um, as she comes in. Now, I want to say with your mom that she gets ill very early on um, because I feel here as I'm aware of you that there's a, a sensation of you surpassing her in age and that that's coming up for you in the next I don't know maybe four or five years do you see this close close um 10 it would be 10 years in 10 years interesting but good to know because I'll she surpass her <laughs> yeah yeah you absolutely well she just doesn't she doesn't feel old when she passes right then then would it be another sibling of yours who would surpass it in about I don't know five six years mm-hmm is that, do you see this? Because she makes me feel like her first child mm -hmm. will surpass her in age. And I want to say it's in the next five years. Yeah, it would be. So you must have an yeah, older seven sibling. years, I think. If I'm doing the math right. Uh, yeah, I think it's six, seven. Okay, that's all right. It didn't feel quite like 10 to me. Because I was like, then you must have an older sibling who's going who's gonna to surpass her. Because there's just this feeling of her wanting you both to know. And that must be a sister. Because I see this. Because what I, I thought it was you for a moment. But it, but it looks like a daughter. But I feel like there's this sense of wanting you both to know that you will, you will outlive. What a relief. And yeah. And because she just doesn't feel like she comes into that latter stage of her, of her life. Um... And she, she just, it, it feels very important that you know this. Um, because I, I keep seeing you and your sister getting medical checkups or like really regularly. Like it feels like you both do 
very, a lot of preventative. Mm-hmm. And um, that's great. And I would say continue, but she doesn't make me feel like it's going to go for you the way it went for her. And she keeps emphasizing that. Now, I, I was seeing your dad do a lot of caretaking for her. And then her own mom must have still been living at the time that she was not well. Do you see that? Because I see a grandmother around you during that time. No. Um, well, I mean, it kind of depends if if her mom, it, she may have been sicker, sick sooner than we realized. Um, and then her okay. mom had passed and then she passed a few years later. Come back to that sensation. There's something about your grandmother being very nearby um, during that time. So she must have lived close or been very nearby. Do you see that? No. You could tell me no. No. Yeah. No. Let me take a look here then. Because there is an account. It looked like a female family member who was nearby and still. And, and it feels like around during the caretaking, but she feels like a family member. Um, so I'll leave it with you. But there's the sense of, I thought it was your, your grandmother, but she she feels like she's around the family during that period of time and needs to be acknowledged. But I'll leave it there. Hmm. I want to go back to your dad here. And it does feel like in the years prior to his passing, I feel... Like you would have observed him to be quite withdrawn or because I, because I feel with him, his passing is very sudden. It's very out of the blue. Do you see that mm-hmm. with your dad? Yeah. Not with your mom. I see a lot of caretaking ever. With your dad, it feels much more sudden. And it feels like you would have thought, and, and I want to say heart condition or that there's heart, heart involvement there. Do you see mm-hmm. this? But I, but I need to acknowledge that. For me, I feel he knew it to be an issue, but wasn't vocalizing it or hadn't uh, acknowledged it. Do you see this? Because for you, I feel like it's largely unknown, but it feels like a long, a long issue for him mm-hmm. that it doesn't feel to me out of the blue, although it would have felt or would have seemed that way. Yeah. Do you see this? Yeah. Um, but I also feel in the two, three years prior to his passing, he also feels just emotionally withdrawn. Do you see this as well? Um, yes and no. I, in a weird way, I think he was emotionally more vulnerable and open, but he was definitely having hard, it was a hard emotional time. Because I just feel like after your mom, he doesn't ever recover. And I feel him withdrawing from the world. That's Yes, that's exactly right. So perhaps emotionally withdrawn is not the right word, but I just feel him pulling back Mm -hmm. and disconnecting and not really being able to break out of that shell of overwhelming grief yeah is my is my feeling and for that reason i almost wanted to say like he 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 passes of a heartbreak you know it feels that way like there's that sense of real sweetness in the reuniting of the two but i want to say it's really really a, a heartbreak is the sense even though it's a heart condition heart attack i don't feel him um get it clear yeah he does show medical attention around him so i do feel like when it happens he does get medical attention it doesn't feel like an immediate passing do you see this because i i see medical personnel do you understand that yeah 
And I feel like I'm not, because when he's showing this to me, it, like there's the sense that there's, there's other people mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. and I'm not on my own. And one of the people around me I know really, really well is the son. Do you see that? Hmm. And then it feels like there's uh, people that I, that I don't know is the feeling as well. But I get this sense of even though it's a heart attack, I don't feel like he's and it, and it, hap- and it happens quite quickly. It's how he's showing me, and there's passing that's quite quite fast. But I do keep seeing medical personnel around him. Well, yeah, uh, he yes, he was playing tennis with a doctor, so they. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, funny. But, but it, that is, makes sense it is so on the nose that I'm like, yes, there was medical personnel right there. Yeah. That's that's interesting because he's making me feel like I know one person quite well. Do you know? Um, oh, I and it must have been the doctor. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't think that they knew each other very well, but. Um, but he's not a stranger. Not a stranger. Yes. Right. Okay. That's fine for me. It just felt like I only know one person around me. And then there's other people I don't know, is the sense. You know, I don't know, maybe people that were came to help or whatever it is. But I feel like in this situation, I'm not on my own. But I've got one person and that person is doing some kind of medical procedure. Where's this feeling? So that that that's okay. He was trying to give it to me and we'll, we'll you know, he's like, no, 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 there's medical, there's a medical help, there's medical help. But he needs you to know that because of that, I feel like absolutely everything was done. That could have been done. Yeah. And that he does want you to know that you couldn't have prevented it or changed it. Because similarly to your mom, your father also doesn't feel old at the time, Mm -hmm. you know? So, or at least we wouldn't really consider it with him where not like, oh, wow, he lived such a long life. And it's it's like, he's really wanting to say this couldn't have been prevented. It, It feels like there was so much strain on the heart from that grief that, the heart gives out is the feeling and just wants you to know in that moment everything that that could have been done was done and and that feels important to know not that you doubt it but it just feels important to know do you feel like you're stumbling around a little bit on your spiritual journey well one thing that can help you find purpose and direction is knowing your archetype Archetype are universal patterns of purpose and behavior that once you discover yours are really going to help you find your place in the world and your purpose in the world. I've created a very fun, very quick quiz to help you find yours and you can find it in the show notes or at mediumfleurfleur.com. Finding your archetype will help you find direction and we've even offered you some resources to find that next steady step on your spiritual journey. Go online today and find your archetype and your direction on your spiritual path. Before we get back to our show, I want to tell you about our Patreon. Patreon is an amazing way to help support the show, but also it's going to give you a sneak peek into something we've never offered before. You can find pictures, videos, little memorabilia between the client, the person that I'm connecting with, and their loved one on the other side. These photos are often ones that I get after sessions, but I'm wanting to share them with you because I see them as a love letter and just a beautiful way of honoring those who have passed. 
If you are at all curious, if you want to see them, if you want to honor them too, please check out our Patreon. You can find the link in the show notes and you can help support the show. Thank you for being here and enjoy the rest of today's podcast. You know, your, your father's quite intelligent, but there's a lot of intellect there. Um, and a real love for knowledge and a real love for education mm-hmm. is this feeling. Like there's quite a well-read mind to see that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's a funny thing maybe to say to you, but I feel in another lifetime, he would have been quite happy teaching. There's not the sense of that he did that, but I feel there's the sense of loving the academia space of life. And then a real love for deep conversation or at least like an exchange of ideas. Mm. Um, your mom feels to like the party, but your dad shows up as being much more one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And there's something about this, of the continuing of education for himself, like the time to dive into topics he's been interested in. And then also some aspect of, of education that shows up, but it feels like it wasn't or wouldn't have been done in life. Mm. It's funny because they kind of ping pong back and forth here, your parents. But I want to come back here to your mom because it feels like there's a lot of love between the two of you. Absolutely. I do want to, it feels to me that when they look at their children, you or your sister, that things are good. Things are solid between the two of you. So it feels like very much a best friend relationship for you or someone that you really feel like has your back. Do you see that? And that they're incredibly grateful for. I also need to acknowledge, and we've acknowledged your kids, that grandkids in, in a plural sense, and the sense of both of you having children and the sense of grandkids in, in the sense of like a group, mm-hmm. do you know, that I see. And wanting again to acknowledge having and seeing all of them and being around for all of them. I do want to acknowledge here, yeah, there's a really sweet bond between the two of you, but I don't see you guys physically proximate to the point of being able to see each other all the time so i do see a distance but a lot of communication and a lot of connection mm-hmm. there's you've got the two and they talk about you, you've got one daughter one son right mm-hmm. let me see and then there's there's a connection to your children she also looks like she's got more than one but it looks like and that there's a connection to multiple grandkids i think she's got two as well mm-hmm. do you see that yeah. that you both have two mm-hmm. yeah that's what it looks like to me that there's each one of you has two and they're just really both both your parents are wanting you to say like we've seen all four we've seen all four we're around all four and i feel like the kids will grow up really knowing each other even if they don't live next door mm-hmm. you know that that the feeling of just wanting to acknowledge the sense of um we're we're watching them we're seeing them oh um get to a place where we can ask some questions but i just in in kind of a final thought here i do see your parents very much stationed next to each other and there is that sense of wanting to know that they reunited your dad comes in with quite bushy eyebrows i want to say but there's a strong strong eyebrows there Uh to see that Uh yeah and gives you a wink and i do feel like your mom's quite dressed up for the occasion getting to to be here that they stand very, very much side by side. I 
aware, you know, everybody goes through their ups and downs in life, but I feel like this time of year life is actually quite lovely, that things are good right now. Do you see that? Yeah. After a period, maybe where they haven't been or tough times, but I feel like right now there's really a moment of being able to go to sleep at night and go, things are good. You know, things are good. Yeah. And just wanting you to enjoy the moment and to know that they're witnessing it with you, that they're with you, that they're not missing any of it and that you can enjoy the goodness of, of your life right now, you know, because you deserve it and you've also, you've earned it. And I think for that reason also, there's just a real sense of maintaining the steadiness of life right now, where in terms of where you live and your daily routine, they're making me feel like, keep it as is. Mm-hmm. Like there's just the sense of like, doesn't there's no need for big changes right now you can really just enjoy what is it feels good it feels solid it feels like it's in a good place Mm -hmm. do you see that yeah Yeah. so there's just the sense of like it will continue on and it's good it feels good and not to worry that you know the other shoe's gonna drop like it's all it's good right now it feels good to to let it to let it continue yeah i want to say we can ask some questions. Um, I do feel like that both grandmothers there in the background, too. Mm-hmm. I also feel like there's an uncle of yours also mm-hmm. in spirit. Do you see this? Yes. Um, he's also present, and we can turn our attention there. But I don't. I don't think it's super necessary. He feels like an uncle who would have been. Uh, he, he definitely felt like he, he was ill for some time, but that you didn't live close by or weren't nearby mm-hmm. is the sense. So there's just an acknowledgement of wanting to say it's all good. Yeah. You know, you don't need to come is the feeling because I feel like you weren't able to come where you didn't go. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Yeah. It also feels like there's a missed memorial or something like that. Wow. Yes. And we didn't. My sister and I didn't even know about it was was the thing oh and wow. so i okay. always felt sad about that like i wish we could have yeah he's yeah. like no worries okay. like <laughs> you, you know he's like it's all good okay <laughs> i think it would have been nice for you to be told you know but i but i feel from his side the one thing he wants to let you know is it's all good you didn't need to go for him to know that that you would have or that you cared mm-hmm. you know so let's ask some questions anywhere we kind of want to point our attention and get a little bit more information okay amazing um i would love to know if they've sent me signs or if anything comes up in that realm yeah you know this actually feels like a place where there's a lot of room for increased communication so it feels like you've not up until this point done too much work around signs or asking for them Mm. Do, do you see that um I I'm not I I I guess it it's all relative, right? Um but right. I yeah, I have asked for them or maybe not on a consistent regular basis maybe. Then um, it feels just like you haven't established the sign perhaps. Like it just feels like asking for a specific one, mm-hmm. you know? They're just wanting to invite you into that that you can ask for a specific sign. Oh, okay. And get it. <laughs> okay. So to try that expression of working with signs versus just waiting because mm-hmm. it feels like there's the ability to, to ask for it mm-hmm. as well. And then between both of them, I do keep seeing feathers all around you. 
So there is just the acknowledgement of feathers or that that's been a sign that you have used in the past or have, have seen. Mm. So wanting to acknowledge that. But I keep seeing the sense of wanting of, of you can you can ask for a specific one for it to come forward to the forefront. Because I, I don't feel with them that they're that they're using like only one consistently. I see them coming in through all sorts of different ways. And that would actually really open it up if, if there was a sign kind of established. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I I have a few more questions. Yeah. Some of these are like I should save for the interview with you because it's kind of like a a broad question, but they did they know their grandkids before, you know, they were born? I do always believe that. And I do get a yes from them in this instance as well. It does feel like they're actually the ones to get to meet them before Mm -hmm. you get to meet them on an energetic level. So, yeah, I definitely feel that because we talked about it with your dad, but including your sister's kids, it does feel like all four come into the world after. Mm-hmm. Do you see this? Yeah. But I do, I do very much feel they get to meet the kids even before they come into the world. That's cool. I've always yeah. felt that. That's um, and then this is kind of, are, are they, once they have mm-hmm. passed, do they become like all knowing or... Yeah, it's just, I don't think so, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a continuation. So I never feel like it is an all-knowingness. All there is a certain wisdom or there is like very much a certain awareness or an understanding of having made certain choices that could have been different choices, but it never feels like they're aware of everything. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And it continues to very much be like... A, a growing right mm-hmm. that's I, I find that oddly reassuring i don't know why i'm i guess my question is once i pass or my children pass does our kind of family unit carry on yeah it's a good question i always feel like the connection to purpose doesn't end with this lifetime so if your purpose was to be a mom, whether or not you completed it well or didn't complete it well, you would continue. So you wouldn't just disappear. You wouldn't go off to live another life if there is another life to live. You would stick around until that purpose was completed and that purpose extends far beyond your lifetime. So I do feel like till the purpose is completed and the family unit in that case, because it's very purpose driven, is completed, then yes, you would uh, you would wait, I, I feel. Okay. And, um, or at least in my experience, I haven't, I haven't ever found it to be different than that. Does anything come up with them around my current living husband? See. Or do they? Just for them or people for him? For them. Like, do they have kind of awareness, involvement, or, you know, that sort of thing? Yeah. Well, it's funny because they make me feel like they would have known him in some way when they were here. Mm-hmm. Not as your husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like they, they knew him. Yeah. You know? So there is an acknowledgement of like, we know him now, but we knew him then. Does his family not celebrate Christmas? Um, kind of not. <laughs> they, because I feel like your mom is like so happy that, that Christmas continues, even though his family doesn't re- like it. Just feels like you you've continued this just Christmas tradition she kind of talks about. Oh, interesting. And then have, like kind of brought him into it, or at least like you know 
have, have gotten him to celebrate things mm-hmm. that she liked. I just don't see them doing it as big. I don't know why she keeps bringing up Christmas. quite funny. We're sort of like nowhere near it. It's <laughs> um, a funny thing. But uh, yeah, they know of him. I think they really, they like him. It feels like you've been together for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is certainly an acknowledgement of, of him and wanting to say that, that they definitely come around to say hi. Um, he's got a grandfather in spirit that actually looks very connected to him, or one that would have been very influential on her. Oh, I think. cool. Shows up. And do you know if he got to know one of his grandfathers and not the other? You know, I don't know, actually. Oh, I think that's right, actually. Because hmm. there's him. this feeling of one he gets to know, one he doesn't really get to know, but they're both around and they just want to say that they're, they're also around. Um, and then, uh, last little thing around him, he does feel quite entrepreneurial mm-hmm. and there's this feeling of starting, well, it's not starting of something new. I think he's been doing it for a while, but it's like, there's a sense of taking some risks that he doesn't know if they're going to pan out. And I just get this real serious, like push forward of keep going. You got to You got to go through that period of uncertainty. I just feel like there's a very entrepreneurial spirit and his family is just saying you, you got to keep going it's the right choice mm. so it feels like there's a lot of entrepreneurial thought right now as to taking risks and not knowing how far to push them mm. does that make sense totally yes yeah yeah it's such a nice and message. they're just like <laughs> yeah they're like just keep going keep going it's, it does work out maybe not entirely in the way that you thought mm-hmm. Because I feel like his entrepreneurial venture is going to change form and like quite drastically. So however he started it is not how it how it goes. Okay. And there's a sense of remain flexible, but keep pushing, pushing, pushing. Like it feels like you're nowhere near the end yet as to where do we want to take this? Okay, great. So, but yeah, it feels very entrepreneurial. Amazing. And like a million ideas. (laughs) Your husband. Yeah. So, yeah, his family, I think if there's one message that I get just around him, it's that it's that sense of trust your instinct when it comes to your entrepreneurial ideas. Amazing. Pass yeah. that along. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, yeah, anything else? I think that's it. I don't that I think get. so. But I, I just get such a, such a sweetness. Like, they really stand behind you, and there's a lot of support, and and it, it does feel like the main message right now is just that, the sense that we've seen this life you've built. It's beautiful. We see the kids. And it looks like a really lovely time in life where I don't think there's any fires to be put out or anything that's like not working, you know? Yeah. And to, to just say that they're there for the joyous parts of life too. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Fleur. Yeah. This is incredible. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for letting me be a part of it. And I think they're they're just lovely people. So I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I've I'm really excited for our follow-up interview. I am so happy to to be able to read for you. So it works out um beautifully and and uh I'll see you next time. Okay, sounds good. Thanks. Yeah, cool. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Moving Beyond the Podcast. We would like to thank everyone who has shared their loved ones, their stories, and their heartbreak with us, making this podcast possible. If you haven't yet left us a rating or a review, 
We would greatly appreciate it as it helps others find the show. Moving Beyond is an independent podcast produced by Fleurless Inc. and Elizabeth Mihalich, with additional support from the team at 2020 Intuition, including Lotta, Teresa, Min, and Jill. Original music composed and produced by Lucas Tuttle. To learn more about Medium Fleur and her book, Moving Beyond, that teaches you how to access your intuition, psychic ability, and spirit connection, please visit www.mediumfleur.com. The link is in the show notes. If you'd like to be on a future episode of Moving Beyond, please send Elizabeth a short email detailing the loss that you've experienced and how grief affects your daily life to podcasts at mediumfleur.com. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at mediumfleur.com. If you'd like to know more about the guest and the loved ones who appeared in this episode of Moving Beyond, or how we create the podcast Moving Beyond, please visit our community at patreon.com. Simply search for Medium Fleur, M-E-D-I-U-M-F-L-E-U-R. We'll see you there. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.